Bless your child in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Pope and Texas podcast. I am Pope JN, and with me, as always, is Texas. Austin, how you? How you doing? All right. So today we're just gonna we're we're solely just gonna talk on YouTube because why not? That's always an interesting topic in the last year. Oh Jesus! It's been yeah. a very 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 interesting topic to cover in the last year. Oh, uh, just what are they really? What are YouTube released lately? The YouTube Rewind. Yeah, YouTube Rewind that came out in back in December. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, wasn't that good? But nah. like, I don't know. I I don't know. Being being on YouTube now. I, this is my fifth year on YouTube. This is this yeah. is this is year number five. That's a lot of years, man. That's 2012 we started then. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, this is this is the fifth year on YouTube as a whole, and this is the third year in a row that I've been doing gaming videos consistently. So yeah, like, well, it's pretty like I I don't know. I say I say it as an interesting milestone, but I found myself like not too long ago, which kind of ended up kind of uh, scaring me a little bit was that in the transitional period uh, between 2016 and 2017 I found myself getting really burnt out from from doing yeah. YouTube every day I think everyone does it. every YouTuber goes through that little thing oh no I know that but like for me it was like I don't know I, ju- I just wasn't motivated and everyone started noticing that I wasn't happy doing my videos and then I had like I think it was like 200 people who saw the new videos end up thumbing them down and then unsubscribing. I was just like, ah, oh, shit, it's all crumbling. <laughs> yeah, that's in the air. Well, I think, you know, if I recall not long ago, uh, Pewds also went through that as well. He's gone through a few of those, though, so. Well, that's the thing, is that, like, Felix stopped doing video games because he did that for, like, I think it was, like, three, four years as well. He did video games consistently, and he was doing, like, two videos every single day and everything. Yeah. And now now he's just doing, like, these stupid little kind of rant videos, which is, like, everyone's just like, oh, that's so stupid. Why would you be doing that? You're a gaming channel. But, like, at least it's making him happy again, and, like, he's actually fucking enthusiastic about doing YouTube instead of being like, you know what, I'm fucking shutting up shop. Yeah, he's so good as at least he's doing vlogs. Oh yeah, he's got vlogs and he's got the uh the, the kind of ramp videos that he's doing now. And then also he's got uh Scare PewDiePie which he does for YouTube Red now, so Yeah. Well I'm um, sorry, I'm just I'm just thinking I'm actually kind of on YouTube now, just present the front page and all that. And though it's majority filled up with Rooster Teeth and PewDiePie. Mm. I just realized something. Right. Have you seen the massive ad that comes up on the YouTube homepage at the very top? Yep. Like, it's be- it's ridiculous now. That's like what people were saying when they- the new trending tab that you can click on. Oh, the new- yeah, new trending tab that's there. Like, most of the top ones that are there are all, um, sponsored and paid for ads. Yeah, of course. No, that, that's just how it's always been there. I mean- No, but it's been, like, more, like, in the last month or two that everyone and everyone started noticing it and everyone's like all pissed off because you know it's meant to be 
what's actually trending by YouTubers instead of being a kind of corporate thing. Yeah, well, that's... Well, I don't even... I think it's the same with, like, all the subs and all that. You know, you'd find a lot of, like... Uh, like, take, for example, I think, Rice Gum hmm. and, and all that. They pay for a lot of, like... Yeah, but they, like... Subscribers and all that. And and even views. They pay for viewers view a lot. That's stupid. I don't... I've never understood people that do that. It's like, yeah. it's, it doesn't reflect your real numbers. It doesn't reflect the audience that you have. I was just it, to me, it's just like, why would you, why would you, would you do that? Especially like rice gum and all that kind of stuff. When you have, like, they still have an audience there that's beyond a million people. So it, but- it always kind of like, how do you think they got there though? They got there via viewbots and subscribers, paid subscribers. It's ridiculous. It's just I think that YouTube should actually outlaw it. If anything, I reckon they should just. I think there are definitely easier ways to find if being if they're all viewbots or not. I mean, if you look yeah. at a new subscriber that's all of a sudden jumped up a lot of subscribers in you know a, a, a few weeks. Yeah, you look at what they're doing. Yeah. If obviously, you know, if you can see that their video has become a meme or something, you know, you can kind of forgive. Yeah. But if you look at, you know, where the subscribers are, you know, where they're located, you can find, I know a lot of the farms I've found in like, you know, Bangladesh. Yeah. You know, even even click farms of websites, mm. anything to do with internet, a lot of sites like that, all the farms are based in Bangladesh and, you know, all India and Pakistan and all that. And it's absolutely, it's not hard to find. I reckon they should probably, you know, outlaw instead of, you know, encouraging it because that's what they do. They basically encourage. Well, that's the shit. Th- that's the shit thing about YouTube. Like today, is that like people that ha- are trying to start now, people are now starting to go. Well, they're paying for views and it's working, or they're paying for subscribers and it's working. Yeah. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's become the norm. And instead of instead of YouTube implementing a system where they're actually proactively uh, promoting small YouTubers who kind of have... I, I, I feel like there's a lot of YouTubers that have potential in, in all the categories, like gaming music and um, the vlogs and all that kind of stuff. There's so many YouTubers, like small YouTubers that I watch who have like 100, 200 subscribers. And I'm just like... You are making better quality content than most of the people that have over a million subscribers. Mm. It, it, baffle, think- it baffles me that like YouTube doesn't have a system in place where they, where they're not promoting people that actually are talented and who actually deserve to be promoted. That's all I'm I saying. Think, yeah, I, I I totally get what you mean, but I think it's just come to the point where, um, with them, I can you can kind of forget people like you know. Uh, people like you know, I was saying just in, just in general because I can't pick one off the top of my head. But people like you know, all those subscribers, mm. they tend to have been in that business for so long that they're kind of bored of it. Yeah. I mean, when the Pewd started, he basically started like really early in YouTube years. Oh yeah, he started back in 2010. Yeah, so like, I mean, YouTube was, was was definitely popular back then, but nobody actually used it in terms of. Not only one having game tutorials, but two let's plays with microphone and video. Yeah, he was one of the very few people, and I recall seeing a video like a. It was a. You ever seen the the 
channel Game Theory. Uh, they yeah. are, yeah. They well, he did. How is PewDiePie so popular? And the logic behind it makes sense. Basically, his idea was because he lives in Europe, he speaks two languages, and he started so early. It's really just the perfect recipe for summer success. Yeah, I mean, he. What is he? What's his second language? Swedish, I think it is. Or, yeah, Swe- yeah, Swedish is secondary now. He could, well, that's the thing is that like he speaks he speaks fluent English. Mm-hmm. He speaks fluent Swedish. Yeah, and he speaks kind of half half kind of decent kind of uh, Italian as well. Yeah, well, that's that's a lot of Swedes too, though. Um, but you know, like you know, we just it was just kind of you know looking over it and the one, you know, where he's from, he's, you know, Swedish and all that, they're probably like the most proactive users of the internet and they always have been from the, early on. Mm. So he was able to get that big, that big chunk of viewers early from there. Then the USA and Australia and the Brits, you know, like all those English as a first language countries, yeah. you know, just jumped along because they saw, you know, it was pretty popular and, because the idea of having video slash microphone gameplay in 2010, where everyone was making gameplay with Notepad, mm. guilty on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah, I think kind of anyone back then was um, that it was just so much di- different. You felt you enjoyed it a lot more because you didn't have to read. Yeah, it was just constant. Didn't have to stop. You see, so, that's the, that's the thing is that if you go back to like 2010, 2011 YouTube, right? When there was like a couple of people on there that were starting to go big on on like video games and everything. There was a time when uh, Tabascus had more subscribers than PewDiePie. That was, that was yeah. a thing that used to have, like there was a thing in back in um, 2010, I think he had more subscribers than, than Pewds did. And I think it's you know just, just consistency like you know. Oh yeah, definitely. Tabascus, he he did a lot of a- animations and such, and those things don't those things you don't make one of those every single day, right? Well, you know what? But, I I find it like if there's people out there, I'm not trying to shit on on Toby or anything. You know, I have I, I have a lot of respect for Toby. Like considering all the stuff that he's gone through and everything, I I, I still have a lot of respect for him as a, as a creator and everything. But yeah. like. He has three channels. Three channels. Like, I I have I have my channel, which is ProBJN, and then I have <laughs> my, my two podcast channels, which I have turned off the ability to make money on because I don't want to make money on them. But, like, yeah, people that have three channels and are trying to... Uh, and have all of them, like, monetized and everything, those people are the most dangerous to have online because they're just the ones that are there for the cash grab. Yeah, uh, and again, I, I'm not trying to shit on Toby. I love no, Toby. No, you know, in, in the end, it's basically their business. It's their way of making money. You know. Yeah. And I think you can look at a bloody fucking what's his name, Tom Syndicate. He's got the two. Yeah. He's got his main one. He, he doesn't really use as often anymore. I think he might. He might. I'm not sure. But then he's also got his uh, his vlogs one. Mm. That vlogs one is easily overtaken most popular of the two. Yeah. But they're still, like, 
within a million subscribers easy. I think 10 million. Mm. Uh, just do a quick check uh, while I'm talking. But yeah, you know, it's um, you know, it's a lot of money that these guys get. Well, that's the thing is that I I. I don't know. That's why I didn't make the ability to to make money on the podcast channels. And even if I did, like I do pod, like I'm doing podcasts with you and everything. So like it wouldn't be as if I would be getting like the whole amount. So I'd be like, if this ever, God forbid, this this ever takes off. <laughs> um, but if it did, like the, you know what I mean? Like it's a joint yeah. effort instead of just being yeah. me trying to cash grab. Yeah. You know, it, at the start, I think for a lot of these guys, it's just not a cash grab. It's more just a piss fart around, you know. That's how it should be. Even uh-huh. if even if you gain quote unquote success, I think it should the the major the thing that should remain number one when you're creating content is the fun, making sure that you're just having fun and not worrying about the rest. Yeah, and I think that's why I probably enjoy Syndicate a lot. Mm. Uh He's always thankful for his subscribers. Yeah. Like, I think it's with every three vlog episodes he makes is, you know, a thanks. Yeah. Maybe it's just because he's hit a lot of milestones lately or something. I'm not quite sure. But it's just, you know, the way it is. I mean, then you've got people like, uh, what's in there? Like, you know, I think, you know, Yogscast, they kind of. Yeah. dipped off me because they just kind of went about their things it was all scripted and immature and they never really cared about anything yeah they're like sweet let's do this money oh let's do this money you know um even with Rooster Teeth two, Rooster Teeth 2 a little bit as well I mean they're kind of they're, they were smart in the sense that they made everything for every single age group but that's the difference is the like you can see like I think Rooster Teeth is is a prime example of of a kind of good channel to kind of uh, try to try to like base yourself on because at, at the end of the day, the content and everything that they're still making, it's a what to do with what is everyone going to enjoy? You know what what's gonna what are we gonna enjoy making and what are the fans gonna enjoy watching? And I I fucking love that like they've been on the internet for like close to 20 years and they still have the fans are a very big kind of priority and a big kind of uh, voice in that company and all those decisions that they do yeah uh, what I do enjoy though is I enjoy when like uh, when you see all those little like, little channels that pop up because of uh, like you know because of a group like you know Unilad for example on Facebook yeah. become popular uh, take for example What's that? What's that dude called? Mr. I think it's Mr. Gear. Mm. Yeah, he he the one thousand degree yeah, knife. Yeah, one thousand degree knife stuff. I mean, it's just it's just like ridiculous, but it's so, you know. It's 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 simplistic, but like, like I was just like, oh, that's so stupid. And then I watched one of them, and I was just like, I could see why people would enjoy this. It's simple, and yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's kind of it's, it's, it's different, and it's enjoyable. People would have always wanted to know. I kind of always want to know what happens if you cut through things, you know, as if it's butter. Yeah. Like what's on the inside of things? He cut through, like, I think he cut through a golf ball or something like that, or a bowling ball. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you're watching, like, holy shit, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, exactly. I never, I never, I never thought it looked like that. It's like, it's like when the, um, the slow-mo guy's channel first popped up. I was just like, that is so cool. Oh, 
even still, I like watching slow mo oh, because it's just something guys. that you can't do that they do, and they really catch the interest of the public and what they do. Like, it's you know they actually spent the money. Like, let's do this. Yes, it's more of a. I would consider that as like you know just a. They want to get a bit famous at first, but now they do it because because they're interested too. Yeah, they still exactly. are. Yeah, you know they started like that way. They still are. I mean, you can't. Really, I mean, I would never have thought that spinning a CD at such a fast speed like that would, would have shattered. It, yeah, yeah, and how it just how it shatters too is really amazing. Yeah, you know, it's something like you know regulars can't do because it costs a lot of money. I was like, I think that camera alone costs like a lot of money now. Oh yeah, phantom cameras are worth the 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 smallest amount that you would spend on like a shitty quality phantom camera would be about a hundred thousand dollars. Uh yeah, I was just gonna do a quick quick Google. Hold on a second. Um, I think it's around that for a, a phantom camera. It's about a hundred thousand dollars, if not more. Uh, I, I got a phantom V. Yeah, just any of the Phantom cameras, I think. It's $67,000. $67,000. Yeah, that's one of the good ones too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the, that's ones, just off the ones that they ha- the ones that uh, Gavin and Dan have from the slow-mo guys is the one that uh, Gavin used to work on, like when he was working on films. So it's a film quality kind yeah. of Phantom. So it would be... At Their least. one probably wouldn't be this one. I reckon when they first started, they probably had one of the 68, you know, just the regular yeah. lower-priced ones, quote, lower-priced. The ones that they but would have now would easily be over 100 grand, I reckon. I reckon they wouldn't even be for sale, to be honest. I reckon they'd be, you know, they'd be special made or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, I reckon it'd be some, like, you know, uh, Hollywood standard, I reckon. Yeah, that's what that's what I, w- I was saying, is that Gavin was saying when they started Slow My Guys that he was, like... He's ne- they're now using cameras that Gavin was using when he was on, on film sets. So like that would be that wouldn't be cheap, man. Like the sixty, what was it, sixty two or sixty five gram one that you had there? I think that would be like now that would be like a benchmark for for like if you want decent quality. And I think the ones that the slow mo guys and everyone kind of have would be way above that now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, it's just, you know, it's pretty cool in terms of, even if we're going to go back here again, in terms of what YouTube has to offer still. Yeah. Just change the topic a bit now. Um, I like, you know, what was it, TED Talks? Yeah. They took off from YouTube. Yep. I mean, they were always popular and all that, but they became really easy to access and really, you know, enjoyable to watch when they, as soon as they became on YouTube and exactly. started uploading all their stuff. Yeah. I love watching TED Talks. Yeah. You know, well, I'll probably... Go. I was just going to... Uh, like, I, I, I was going to try and shift the mood a little bit, if I can. Mm-hmm. Because the number one, like, thing I always get asked, and this is, like, my audience don't use the comments particularly. Like, there's a couple of them that use the comments, and I respond to all the comments and everything. But the majority of the people that watch my videos email me like personally yeah and um the number one thing i'm always asked is how do you deal with all the negativity that's thrown your way and that's 
I think that that is something that people, when they're starting channels, don't factor in that there is going to be that small percentage of a population that just tries to shit on you because you're having a good time. And when you get that negativity, a lot of people, I think this is where like a lot of channels kind of cripple themselves is that they're not ready to hear that. And then they like beat themselves up being like, why don't they like me? What am I doing wrong? And all this kind of stuff. And like, I always try to tell people like, if you're going to put content out there, no matter like if it's on YouTube, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Twitter, you're always going to get at least one person to try shitting on you. That's just how it is because, you know, the internet I still, is see, I a have, scary place. Yeah. I have a... It automatically filters out my uh, hate comments now from my from my YouTube channel. So no one, like, the public doesn't get to see my hate comments on my videos anymore because they, they automatically filter out. I have 2.9 thousand hate comments sitting here. And the f- I've saved the first one that I ever got, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. This is the first ever hate comment I ever got on a video. This is this was this was written by Sir Raptor Jesus T Brave. Sick name, bro. <laughs> and this was on a a Team Fortress Two video that I did with um Daniel Warwick. Damn, that's it, like it's. I recall that video. Yeah. I recall that video. One of the I think it was you guys did a couple. Yeah, we did. I think we did like it was like two or three videos, and this was on. I think it was the first one, and and this is the message: "You're a fucking faggot. I hope you kill. I hope you kill yourself. Stop stealing my air, you waste of space." Yeah, and, and like I, I show some people this, like when I go to talks and everything, like when I go to packs and everything, and I do talks, I always show people this, and they're just like. <gasps> That's terrible. Why would someone say that? I sit there and piss myself laughing at these. <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's just, you know, maybe it's just us or something like that, but it's just, we don't really care. Like, we, we kind of just take the piss out of everything now. Well, I think, like, even you, like, you, you, you come onto my channel all the time and stuff, like, on Gmob videos and, and everything, yeah. and even, even doing this and stuff. Like, all of the, all of the people that have been in my videos by now have been exposed to some of the hate because a lot of like some they might not have seen it but there there are some comments there that are directed at, at, at specifically like the people that i'm in a video with i've got one but i probably deleted it. i deleted it but yeah I still i still got one from uh well, what, even, what when we, even when we collab like dino d-day yeah yeah we got one I've, I've i think i remember like I don't even know if I have that saved anymore. But, like, yeah. That's the thing that, like, most people don't take into consideration, I think, when they're starting to create content. They don't kind of plan out how they're going to navigate through all that hate and how they're going to... You have to kind of, like, just put your... Like, try to rise above all that kind of stuff. Honestly, I reckon you should set this out. If you ever get, like, you know, your own, like, you know, yeah, you, know, you know, a little shop thing at at a PAX or something like that. Yeah. See if you're able to like get like a TV, right? And just have a constant scroll through all the hate comments you got. Yeah. Just a screen that says like at the top, it just says my hate comments, and then it just has them just all go past of shame. one by one. Hall of shame. <laughs> Hall of shame. 
<laughs> just just like print all of them out and just like sticky tape them onto a wall or something. No, nah, like on a, on a TV. Like you know, you, you have a TV and it just goes through one comment. Well, I did that. I did that when we one. when I had um I did a when I did the uh, a panel at PAX here in Australia. I had I had hate comments going past me because it was a it was a I was doing a talk about uh, negativity and how to rise above negativity and shit. You got, you got negative comment. <laughs> yeah, I had negative comments going behind my head that were all from my channel, and it was going for the entire session. And yeah. everyone, everyone, like every now and then, someone would hit upon a comment that was like really badly spelled or something that was mocking my spelling, and then they spelled something wrong, and then everyone would laugh. And I was just like, "Yeah, it's fucking illiterate." It's like I don't know what you guys talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like I think they. The other thing that, like, YouTubers have to do, like, no matter how big you are, I think you have to admit when you make a mistake. That's that's a big thing. Is that, yeah. like, you, you, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to say something in the heat of a moment where you're going to, like, look back on it and it could be taken out of context and everything. And I think the best thing to do is just admit when you've made a mistake, own up to it, and then move on. And that's yeah. that's that's another big thing is that that I see all the time is YouTubers who don't take responsibility for what they say. And so like, cough, cough, rush, cough, cough, cough. <laughs> did you did you hear what he said? No. So one of his that uh, it wasn't on YouTube. It was on Twitch. All right. Uh, one of his videos featured a uh, a rape victim. They were just talking and all that, and, oh, really? but he didn't know it was just like one of his like one of his one of his friends or something. I can't remember. Yeah. But they were talking, and then she brings up how she was raped and all that. And he goes up and asks, but did it feel good, though? Wow. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, what's it called? Um, Marcus Dibble came out, and, you know, he in, one, in his call-out video of him, mm. that was the one thing that he highlighted. Now, basically, Dibble, which I don't really condone what he said here, said, I want you guys to spam him. But did it feel good though on his Twitter? Mm. Just so we can get, just so we can, he can respond back. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you don't ask that, and then like he copped a lot of flack for it, but he didn't say anything. He didn't care about it. He didn't care. Well, that's the that's the thing. Like, he's, he's a fake too. Yeah. Well, that that's the thing with with YouTube nowadays is that I'm very careful with everything that I say and everything that I do, because like nowadays on YouTube you can now get sued and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff can happen. I did a video uh, a couple months back. I had it recorded and everything. And there was a gag that I ended up doing in it where it was like, I don't, I don't even remember what the setup was, but it was about like Asian slavery. And like, and then, like, I did the gag once, and then I kind of just continued it for the rest of the video. And, like, the video just got predominantly more racist as the video went on. And, yeah. like, I, you know, I recorded that, and I was just like, okay, I, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to try and salvage this a little bit. Like, I'm going to have to turn down on it in editing. And, like, I tried editing it, and even when I got to the end, like, result, I was just like... It's 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 riding on the edge to the point where I was just like I don't know if I can really use this, and I I never uploaded that video. I ended up deleting it straight away. 
So I think I think YouTubers need to admit when they're wrong, and if, I think that you need to. YouTubers have like a, a certain like kind of responsibility, not only to like themselves and like their integrity as a person, but also to the audience that's watching. Because like I, I I know that a lot of my my viewership is is kids, so like yeah, and and now that I like I know that I, I'm not going to put something up that's. Like yeah, you are. I I never advertise myself as a kid friendly channel, and and like I've always sworn, I've always played R rated games and everything. That stuff doesn't bother me. It's when it's when I do stuff like that Happy Wheels video, and I was that's the stuff that I really start to question everything about because I'm just like, you know what? If they hear curse words, they're gonna hear curse words everywhere on the fucking internet, and you know if I'm playing you an R, deal with it. yeah, and if I'm playing an R rated game, you know. There's nothing stopping. That's generally the parents. You know, it's generally like, it's, you know, yeah, it's, generally the parents. Yeah, so like yeah. that stuff doesn't bother me. But when it can be that kind of stuff that can get a little bit messy, that's where I kind of have to step. I think in. it's when it's in your control. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's a certain point that YouTubers go to where I think you need to step in and just be like, okay, this is this is no longer like going to be taken like as a joke. It's going to be. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And like, that's the, that's the other thing is that a couple, I think it was like a month back, I had, to, I, was, I had to make another video on my channel, which was addressing people who had been emailing me complaining that they felt that, their, that the channel wasn't kid friendly and that they didn't like the, what their children were watching. So I had to make another video on that. And I was just, at, at the end of the day, like... I can't control what like what your kids are watching. This is what I said in the video, by the way. I, like I can't control what the kids are watching. I and I'm not you know if I stop swearing, they're gonna find it somewhere else. And if I stop playing R-rated games, they're gonna find it. Like there's nothing stopping them from going to Mark's yeah. channel or fucking Jack's channel, and they're all playing the exact same <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah, you know, and, and there's like, it's like why are you shitting on me? <laughs> you know what I mean? They blame you, but they shouldn't be. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I I got end up getting fifty fifty emails, fifty individual emails from parents, and most of them were being like, were were talking about how I shouldn't swear, and and then in the email they started swearing at me, and they also started piling on death threats, and I was just like, I remember a video. I was just like, really. I was like, I don't think they're going to be learning from you. I think they're going to be learning more from the parents, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I, that's why I end up saying in the video. I was just like, look, there's, I take some of the responsibility because you have to, when you're a YouTuber, you can't really just be like, you know, upload anything and just be like, well, fuck that. It's, it's not my problem anymore. You have to take responsibility, obviously, but a certain responsibility wise with the parents and the parents should be monitoring closely what their children are watching if they don't want them to be watching a certain thing and that's all i was trying to convey with the video and everything but like yeah i was getting death threats and shit and i was just like that's fucked like it's a video <laughs> game that i'm like i'm playing a video game like it's not, it's, not, it's not like i fucking was like talking like it's not like i was just sitting there being like hitler is good and um we should all follow suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wasn't spreading like a negative message or anything. So it's just like, why the fuck am I getting all these? What the what the fuck? That makes you up. 
Oh yeah, I know they do. But still, when yeah. you get it and it's like 50 emails, you're just like, fuck, what the... And like, that's the thing that is also scary is that, you know, you're on YouTube and everything. People know your name. Like people know m m like my real yeah, name and it everything. Will eventually people, happen. people, like I've accidentally slipped though I live where I live. Like most of yeah. the time, most of the time I say I live in Melbourne, but there was a certain like I think there was in one or two videos where I accidentally slipped like the actual town that I live in. Don't and, do that. Bad. Yeah, exactly. So like when I've done that, it like my name's out there. My 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 the town that I live in is is out there, and it's just like these people are sending death threats and it could like easily could easily track me down if they wanted to. And it's just like, I don't know. It's, it becomes very scary very quickly. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, but you, 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 I'm guessing, you know, since you, since you're just like, you're not, as, I don't. As, I don't active, as active videos. on um as active on YouTube as, as I am, so you probably haven't had to deal with that yet. But I had to do like one or two like you know messages, but that's it at the most because you know people don't know. They they know I live in Melbourne. That's it. They don't know anything else about me. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that and I my first I, name and my first name. Yeah, I think I think I was accidentally vlogging and I said where my hometown was or something. Oh God. And and like I was just like okay, well I, that's that doesn't. Yeah, to vlog, that's, it's not a video. Well, that's not, it's not too bad because, like, you know, my, my town's pretty big. It's got over twenty two thousand people in it. So, I was just like, you know, even if they, even if they do know that, it's, you know, what are the chances really that they're gonna that they're gonna kind of hunt me down and, and they'll everything. figure it out. They, they, they oh, yeah, just I know been, that they'll figure it out. They've got too much time. They have too much time in their hands. I know they'll figure it out, but uh, I, I was just like, you know what? At the end of the day. Even if you, you know, it goes back to people who are just going to shit on you for, for doing what you want to do, really. That, that's all I see it as. Like, jealousy. It, yeah. Well, not jealousy. It's just like, it's just like with the hate comments. I feel, I feel like people are just going to, it, it just links back to people who are just going to shit on whatever you do. And that's how, that's how I feel about when I get death threats or if I get anything like that. I'm just like, you know what? <sighs> Like, it concerns me during the time because I'm just like, fuck, you know, what if these people actually find out where I live and they all know my name and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, if anything were to happen, I I know that I would be pretty all right. Like, yeah, even if something were to happen, yeah, I know that would be pretty all right. But during that moment, your brain's just going, shit, this could really fucking go out of control. No, nah. I I I think I tend to myself. I'm not sure about you, mm. but I have this very I don't give a fuck attitude. Well, that's the thing. So. Is I like it's the thing that I've always promoted on my channel in particular. I've always said that you know this channel is not just me because it's not. It's about the entire community that's that's there that make up this channel. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's it's like when you hit milestones, like milestones. Like I recently hit five point seven thousand like subscribers, and everyone was congratulating me. I was just like, "Don't congratulate me. Congratulate yourself. You guys make up that. I'm just a guy that sits here and plays games. You guys are the community, and you guys are building up the community by inviting people to join the community." Yes, 
Yeah, I think that's you know that's especially such a you know a small fan you know not so not that not that sorry not that it's a small fan base but in comparison to you know all the you know oh no it's a small fan base I I I have no shame in admitting that this is not a big channel. Yeah, but still, it's just like it's five thousand people, but it's a five thousand people that you know. It's I have a great saying. I say it's. A person can learn one technique and do it a hundred times, or a person can do one hundred techniques one time each. But the person who does the one technique a hundred times will be far greater because he's more he's more fluent at it and he's he can trust himself more. You got these five thousand people that you know are true proper fans, compared to those people that like have the you know one million two million subscribers, but chances are. About five hundred, six hundred thousand don't even watch mm. at all. Like you know, I'm I'm not ashamed to admit it, but I'm still subscribed to people like Sips, you know, from Yogscast. Yeah, but I haven't watched one of his videos since 2012. Well, you know what? I think that's for any's channel. I like five point seven thousand. Like there are people on there that I know don't watch anymore because they subscribed for a specific series that ended or something. So. I think realistically, if I were to get the people that watch me now, there'd be like maybe a couple hundred, I reckon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, even in, even in saying that, like every channel has that. Every yeah, channel has that. Like a lot of people subscribe because I was doing the Wife is Strange series, and then that ended, so they left and never came back. And then I was doing, you know, the, the Walking Dead by Telltale, and then that ended for a bit, and they don't come back. You know, so. It, and then, like, also, I do the voices every now and then, and I don't do the voices as a primary thing on the channel. So, like, there's people that are just subscribed for the voices and, and all that kind of stuff. So, when you split it up into, like, all that kind of stuff, it does become a little bit less special. But the fact is that, like, 5.7 thousand people took the time to watch a video, to like it, to leave a comment, and then hit that hit that button means that... Yeah, that, that just means the world to... To me, and it means the world to all of the YouTubers that I know. Yeah. I think that's a good stopping point. Yeah, that's about it, yeah, I reckon. And uh, and on a somewhat positive note. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you are listening on iTunes, make sure you go over to our YouTube channel where this will be posted. Um, there is some storage space issues on iTunes, so a couple of these episodes might have to get deleted soon. Um, mm, but all, every single episode is up on YouTube, so make sure you go over there if you've missed an episode and catch back up. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you go over to iTunes, leave us a review, and uh, give us a star rating. We'd really appreciate that. Yes, we would. But that wraps up another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am YouTube's Popey JN, and with me as always, Texas. See you guys next time.